0: Welcome back to Talking Lead. This is episode 59. Or? Season 2. Episode, episode 9. nine. <laughs> it's also 10 episodes away from...
1: From the epic, the epic
2: episode, episode of... Y'all figured that
1: 69.
2: one out. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> So,
1: what'd you do with guns this week, Left Hand? What did I do with guns? That's always the question, isn't it?
0: Uh, we got something that's going viral right now that you did with guns.
1: I know, I know. Um, well, I had a buddy and his uh, son that came into town, and he is a Tennessee Highway Patrolman. Gotcha. And we've been friends since childhood, and he just—they just, just kind of had a had a guys night out mm-hmm. so they drove up and we went to hooters had some wings so i'm assuming when you said his son he's not like a he's 10 a, year old or something. no no he's uh he's uh going to be in high school this year freshman high school
0: oh wait a minute i met this guy we went to hooters and had wings yeah like what eight years ago something
1: it's been a while yeah yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah. from
0: where you're from yeah yeah he's, Okay, yeah, he's uh, from my hometown i remember yeah. yeah
1: yeah so uh he he brought his son up and uh kind of had a guy's night out they spent the night and then we got up the next day and went shooting Okay. So I brought out some of the stuff out of the out of the safe and nice. Uh he had uh I'm not gonna say his name, but uh, his son had never shot, you know, an AR or a Caltech sub two thousand, you know, some of the stranger things that I've got that I have pulled out. So we went to the range, shot some of those. You pull strange things out often, don't you? I, I do. <laughs> yep. But that's another story. Uh so that was a good time. We did that, and then we also got our uh T and E Lionheart. LH9N uh, MK2. And uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, so we took that to the range with us as well. And then, of course, you know, the big thing that both of us did this week. Yes, sir. Um, you did a little more than I did because when I was with my buddy Saturday, I wasn't able to, to meet you guys uh, on all the stuff you did Saturday. Yeah. But then uh, Sunday, our good buddy. Eric, Friday. Was it Friday? Yeah, yeah. Friday. Yeah, yeah. Friday. Uh, our good buddy. Uh, Eric Iraqvet eight 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 and his wife and Mrs Iraqvet Mrs Iraq and Chad came up and we did some epic videos with him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we had a had a busy week. Yes, we did. the uh, The one video that they just released yesterday
0: it is emphatic proof that guns are not evil. Scientific. Yes, it is scientific. It is, and y'all just need to go to Iraq Veteran eighty eight eighty eight and watch the video that we did with him. Yeah,
1: you can go to our Facebook page, and link to it there. Yep, got it on that. Uh, I'm sure you Instagrammed it by now. Mm, nope, yeah. I'm gonna do it tonight. I did my first There's these time first Instagram. Windows. Did my I know, first Instagram too with the Gunner Rambo. That's right, the gold <laughs> AK. It was sweet. <laughs> Bring me the gun of Rambo. Our buddy Sean with um, Gunrunner. Gunrunner. Gun Runner Cerakote. Uh, you know, Gun Runner Custom Coatings. There you go, uh, Sean. With Gun Runner Custom Coatings, um, did that, and he did. He also's the one who did our uh, giveaway, giveaway AR that we did for the, the head Rescue down. Ranch. The head down. Yep. Yeah, that was kind of cool too. Something cool. else I did in guns.
0: Well, the Friday that you weren't able to come, we didn't do any videos with us. I did a couple of Instagram those little sixty sixteen second videos after they were done filming, but they yeah. did some cool videos with twenty two Plinkster. Plinkster hit a five hundred yard shot with his 22
1: pistol colt woodsman
0: on the i think it took him six shots i was gonna
1: say how many shots did it take him yeah. how many cuts <laughs> yeah but
0: i i was blown away but good we, man he's, he's we were we were all taking turns and he was telling us where to man. hold and
1: stuff i didn't even i'm really close. impressed with his skills he's he's yep. got legitimate skills Oh yeah, and there's already people on that video saying fake that's fake. Yeah, I'm like, well. dude, I was there. He hit it. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've both seen him shoot in person, and it's not fake. No. I mean, the dude's got skills. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah. he
0: does. He even has accidental skills, because we went to that Iraq veteran shoot down in uh, September mm-hmm. in Georgia. Remember that night shoot we did? Yeah. He accidentally, there was a gong no, 100 that was, yards away. That was,
1: I wasn't there that night, right? Didn't you get that Oh, sword? that's right, because you came late. Yeah. Well, he
0: accidentally <laughs> skipped a bullet off of the ground and it went up and hit a gong a hundred yards away I'm like you gotta be kidding me everybody just freaked out and he was he was trying to hit a 22 right.
1: bank off the rock yep. hit the refrigerator door hit the gong yeah, bing
0: he, yeah, he didn't call it though he was trying to no, hit the didn't right.
1: call it. <laughs> Doesn't call it doesn't count unless you count or call it yeah and then uh, we we had an
0: epic picture that I was so wishing you could have been there for. Did you see that one on Instagram? Which one? We had, it almost looked, you know the evolution pictures of the monkeys growing into men? hmm We took a picture, and it was Chad, Eric, Plankster, me, Hickok45, and Big John. What are you saying? Because I would have been even smaller? No, been... you would have been between <laughs> Eric and Plankster. I think you're taller than Eric, aren't you? Yeah, I'm a little bit taller than Eric. Yeah, so, But it, it was just this funny picture that they just set up to take, and then when we all looked at it, we are like, what is this, the evolution of uh, YouTube gun channels? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's funny.
0: Uh, we've got a special guest with us talking about YouTube. We do. We have Argo Jay.
3: Argo. <laughs> Argo J. <Jay.
0: laughs> Welcome in, Jay. Fellow
3: YouTuber. What's going on? How you doing? I'm all right, and you guys? Good. Did you do anything with guns this week? Uh, not as much as I would have liked to, but I uh, just worked on a couple of builds I got going. Um, I had a instruction class this weekend. Weekends are my—I mean, this week, I'm sorry, but weekends are my big gun time, so— nice. yep, Coming up now, so I'll have a— What are you building? I got a secret build going on. Oh, okay. Secret. Yeah, yeah it's a secret build. I've, I've been kind of Instagramming bits and pieces of it, so— Okay. There, you know, you kind of had an idea of what it's going, what's going on with it, but— uh, and then I'm building a pirate gun. It's going to be my um, <laughs> my pistol, yeah, oh, my yeah. AR pistol, yeah. So it's going to be a ten and a half inch uh, barreled gun, uh, pistol with the Sig brace on it and things like that. So You're going to
1: carry an appendix carry?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's going to put
1: the Sig brace on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. I, mean, I, I just yeah, got yeah. one of those.
3: Dude, that thing is bad. You know, and, and I'm afraid. I'm really afraid that they're going to uh, deem gonna, it. You know, illegal to use it as a stock <laughs> you know because you can shoulder that they're thing. gonna just,
1: reverse their ruling
3: yeah they are hey, man but so, you've, yeah, got the, you've got the letter that came with it yeah we've got yeah, the yeah. letter man so i got like four of them just waiting just in case you know. i took
1: mine out for the first time uh this weekend uh, when i was out with my buddy and his his son and shot it with the uh with the sig brace on it mm-hmm. and uh, it, it shot great man i've got yeah. a i've got 11 and a half inch uh barrel of mine
3: right right so you know. I mean, you know how finicky the BATFE is, and uh, I'm kind of afraid, but I I, I want to do that, and I want to put that um, that con trigger in it. Oh, I yeah. I don't know if you got it. Yeah. You're going to so gonna
1: gonna double threat, huh?
3: Yeah, <laughs> double threat. You know what I mean? It'll you'll be push it to the limits. <laughs> exactly, man. Paperless, uh, select fire, SBR. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, and it's all legal, though. Yeah it is man it yeah. is so I'm uh, I'm kind of looking forward to to getting the parts to complete that build so That's cool. So That's
1: what el- what else have you bought or built in the in the past?
3: Just mainly all my ARs man. Um I'm a, I'm a big Bravo Company guy cuz I live in Wisconsin so most of the parts that I use are uh Bravo Company. Mm-hmm. So you know, and I've got different lengths in that. I've got 16s, I've got uh 5s I'm I'm a big 145 guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because of the mid-length gas system so um, I, I just think that thing is sweet and soft to shoot, so I, I love those. And um, I'm just starting
1: I, get into to get into the build uh, phase of of my what do you call it obsession <laughs> with
3: yeah, firearms,
1: yeah. and it's really catching. So I know uh, it's probably going to be something I'm going to be doing more and more of myself.
3: And it's addicting, man. It's like tattoos, it right? is. like you know, it's addicting. Like once you build one and you run it, like oh no,
1: because you're like, man, I could have done this, or man, I want to do this next right. time, and add, you know, there's so many. Different ways that you can go with your builds that it's it's infinite.
3: No, definitely, man. So it's uh it's definitely a passion. And if I had if I had endless funds, I probably would run out of room to live because <laughs> I, mean, I mean there'd be guns all over the wall. Man.
1: There is that. It does cost. <laughs> yeah, at, at times when you can't get sponsors.
3: <laughs> no, right. Any sponsors listening? Hey, I'm all open. There you <laughs> so, go.
1: Same here. Yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and do the Jack Wagon of the Week. Hoorah, Simper Pie, Do or Die, Hold them High at 8th and I. It is time for the Talking Lead Jack Wagon of the Week. So brace yourself, baby. We've had some suggestions from our listeners, lead heads out there. Uh, We've got one
0: that we're going to definitely put on, and then one that we're.
1: Yeah, we're going to throw it up there and just an yeah. honorable mention kind of thing. We're not really throwing them on because we're going to see where they're going to take it. But Facebook, we've had several people that that want to nominate Facebook just because. And what they're trying to do, or what the word was, is that they're going to be taking down all the gun-related uh, Facebook pages, and especially the ones that are um, designed for the promotion of sale of guns and firearms. So um, I mean, I don't I don't know how much you want to get into that. But it's Facebook. It's their company. It's their page. They can do what they want to. I mean, obviously. Do I agree with it? You know, No. You know, I think that the majority of the people that are out there are responsible and doing it the proper way and policing themselves. You know, I don't I don't think Facebook really needs to step in and invoke their authority. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but on those people that are abusing it, yes, absolutely. You need to shut them down, cut them off, and be done with them. So wh- what are your thoughts on it, Jay?
3: I mean, uh, you know, initially I was like, here we go again, you know, when... Uh, they threatened to, you know, get rid of all the people that had gun accounts, and or the rumor was out there of that and all that. But uh, actually, it wasn't a rumor because some people actually did get moved. Yeah. But uh, said, so here we go again. And then when they came out with their, when they made their statement, their final statement, their final decision, I, uh, you know, I actually agree with with their logic. I don't think they're going to really be trying to touch anybody who's who's illegal or mm-hmm. uh, or able to sell guns and parts legally. I think they're pretty much just concerned with any sort of illegal activity but my but my thinking is who's on here stupid enough to have illegal activity on a social media site. Right. Well,
1: I guess you know? there's one that I go to and it's a local one. It's the uh, mm-hmm. Murfreesboro Gun Club has a Facebook page. And people get on there and they'll post things that they want to trade or sell or you know whatever you know, and it's not FFLs that are doing it. It's just
3: right, you know, local now, Joes you
1: know. that are going and say, "Hey, dude, I got a you know a Sig two two six, and I, I'd like to trade for a Glock, whatever, or mm-hmm. you know, I want fifty dollars for this or hundred dollars for you know hunting rifles and stuff like that." And you know, it's I mean, that's- it's for the most part. I mean, you just got honest people that are just. Doing transaction amongst themselves. Now, is it being regulated? No, you know, is it going through FFLs? Probably not for the most part. But you know, I've done a couple of transactions on there, uh, transactions on there, and for the most part, everything that I've done uh, with these people has been legitimate. You know, I always offer my ID and show them my, you know, con- concealed carry um, or not concealed carry, intensity, but carry permit, right? Um, right. Just right. to make them feel better about yeah. the transaction, you know.
0: And we were talking offline. That you know, he and I both take pictures of people's carry permit or driver's license just to cover your own, but yeah, when I do a transaction, I, I do yeah,
3: because you know, here in Wisconsin, you know, uh, you know, of course, you know, can't have felons with carry permits, but um, you know, that's just a little bit of, of uh, extra padding for me to take a picture of your photo ID and your CCW permit because mm-hmm. at least that lets me know as a reason uh, that I would know in your life you weren't a felon. Because well, you were able to possess a CCW, and
0: not so, to mention the fact that let's say that person does end up doing something crazy with your
1: gun, yeah, because you can't no documentation. Yeah, you so. can't predict what somebody's going to do. So that you know, they could be exactly. they could go through an FFL and still go and take the gun and and do exactly. harm, yeah. do harm with it. But you, but I mean, you
0: have documentation funny. of where right. that gun went. You mm-hmm. can't they can't just use the gun and say, oh, this is yours. You did this. No, no, no. Here's the picture of the guy yeah. that I sold it to. Jay, you were <laughs>
3: saying you got a buddy. I have a buddy here who, who, you know, first of all, everybody in the gun community, we buy guns, uh, we use them. And if we don't like them, it's not like you can take them back. So that's what we do. We either give them to somebody or we sell them. I have a buddy here who sold, you know, I think it was over the last nine years or so, he's probably sold six guns. Two of them ended up in the wrong hands. Um, he had the ATF come knock on his door. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were, you know, they were actually quite rude about it. That's a whole different story, but, uh, he, he kind of put them in their place and can imagine he went yeah. to his basement and pulled out every stitch of paperwork and shut them all the way down. You know what I mean? Like, look, yeah. I,
1: and that's why you got to do it is in case it ever comes back to you. Mm-hmm. you know, it's just a smart thing to see sure. You know, even though by law you don't have to, and it's not required, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm it's just,
3: just a smart thing, thing to headaches. do. I don't want those kind of headaches. You know, yeah. ATF comes knocking on my door. They're going to go away with their tail between their legs because I'm I have every piece of paper and I photocopy them and I keep a second stash at my parents' house in their you know file cabin bill drawer. Sure. So if anything happens, my house catches on fire, burns down. Yeah, you know. wow,
1: you, you take got- it to the next level. Yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, well, you know, it's, it's it's rough, man. You know, being a black guy in the city, uh, you know, wait,
1: what? Not familiar you're, to- you're what? Oh, and by the way, in case you guys didn't know, Argo <laughs> is a black American.
3: <laughs> yeah, I am um, uh, only on only on Thursdays though. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, no. but, uh, now is that still the politically correct thing to say? I, he's I a black know. guy.
3: Yeah. No, I, I don't like. Uh, man, I, I say black because I don't like the term African American because you know you have so many different cultures here in America. Number one, not to mention all people who like. For example, I was at a class and uh, there was this white guy from Africa. He's from Morocco, and on his on the application, not the application, but the paperwork he was filling out. He checked African American because technically, he's an African American, <laughs> right? You right. Mean, I don't. It uh, can get confusing, especially. I mean, now it can yeah. be, but you know, uh, I, I just, I just go with black. You know what I mean? Because that's where we've been for so long. That's what I'm comfortable with. I just use it. Well, are some the, people going to get you know. You're black an American. Probably so. You're an American. You know exactly.
1: Yeah. We're all, I'm an American. Zeke's American.
3: Uh, that's our what friend, I say. Our friend Pablo is an American. That's what I say. Exactly. And that's that's even what I stop on my. I'm not start off, but that's in my my uh, IG profile. My Instagram profile, you call me what you want as long as you start out with American. There you go. Yeah.
0: So I'm reading the Facebook press release, and I'm thoroughly impressed and happy with the way they handled it. Monica Bickert is Facebook's head of global policy management, and their statement is, Facebook will not permit people to post offers to sell regulated items that indicate a willingness to evade or help others evade the law. For example, private sellers of firearms in the U.S. will not be permitted to specify "no background check required." So they're still going to okay. allow it as long as you're not showing. You know, hey, we're going to try to get you around flagrant the law. No, yeah, not yeah being right. flagrant a lot that. around the law.
3: No, yeah, which is what I do pretty much. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you know, when I posted, I, I sold my very first AR, and yeah. I'm still sad about it because I was <laughs> you know I bought it. You know, it was an M&P 15. You know, optics ready, the OR version. And I, and I totally tricked it out and you know broke it down and rebuilt it and that was actually the one that I did uh, my video that that helped make me Argo Jane but I yes. sold it and on the post I put, Will not sell. Private. I mean, will not sell without FFL. Must ship yeah. to an FFL.
0: Well, and then another thing they say they add on. Uh, Nor can they offer to transact across state lines without a licensed firearms dealer. So basically, they're just saying you're going to have to specify the law in your post, and they'll probably still allow it. it also says Facebook is also going to be promising a public service ad campaign encouraging, among other things, private firearm sellers to perform background checks. So, they're not going to do a public service ad campaign to say, don't sell firearms. They're just going to say, hey, we're going to encourage you to please perform a background check.
3: So, I, I like that little tidbit that they added there, though. Yeah. On it.
0: And then it's, uh, <laughs> but what's, what's funny is that that group that was trying to get them to ban them completely says, well, we are happy with these companies. Listen to the American mothers. <laughs> we believe these changes are a major step towards making sure people who buy or sell guns on their platforms know the law and follow it.
3: I think that was going to be my JW of the week, man. Like they, they, they those people, man. Yeah, they deserve
0: to be thrown because <laughs> they I wanted mean, it completely banned. They wanted to shut anybody that had any gun pictures gone.
3: As a parent, there's no way that I can agree. Yeah. you know, you, you ha- as a parent, you have to monitor what your kids do, right? And you know, you can't say because you know Argo J posts guns on his site, on or on or Instagram or on YouTube or whatever on Facebook. I mean, or on Instagram. Uh, that he's wrong, he's bad. I don't want my kid looking at that. Let's ban him. No, yeah. check your kid. Yeah, you know what I mean. If they're not eighteen, you know, and I know it's harder when the kids get to be teenagers or whatever. But hell, check your kid. Make sure your kid or you know what your child is doing. Yeah. I know what my kids are doing. I follow my daughter on Instagram. Yeah, and best believe if she gets out should. of line, they should. Right. Well, and I, and then
2: you
0: go back to the whole argument where they they tried to ban like violent video games, and you're back to
3: the parents. Exactly. It's, it's all it, Most things different. nowadays all you know, go back to, to mom and dad yeah. or whoever the, the guardian is. You know.
0: Well, our other jack wagon of the week, which this one's an officially going on the jack wagon train, is the Canadian government that is trying to do away with the registry and confiscate all the registered guns. Is that right, left hand? I, I don't know the specifics. Hold on one second. Let me pull out my— Because we've got a lot of listeners up in Canada. I almost said Canadia. <laughs> Canadian. we got a lot of listeners up in hey, Canada, hey. It, yeah. and uh i mean it's not just america that's dealing with with firearms laws that are ridiculous they're really going through a battle now they've gone beyond what we had to deal with last year and they're actually proposing confiscation now
3: but i mean kennan doesn't need guns anyway it's so peaceful up there man <laughs> <laughs> we had a buddy of
0: ours post a thing called the canadian standoff he dealt with the other day he said it's when four Canadians come to a four-way stop and they just keep waving each other on
3: <laughs>
0: and nobody moves.
3: <laughs> no, no, man I love I love vacationing up there, man you know it's, it's a beautiful place man. I'd love to go hunting up there soon mm-hmm. but, uh,
1: so our, our, uh, our buddy Brian, Brian Bolivar, and uh, Trevor sent us this uh, information about the RCMP, which I don't know who that is. Do you know who the RCMP,
3: Royal Canadian Mounted Police. There, you, there go, you go.
1: Is responsible for review of firearms and determining what class they fall under, prohibited, restricted, or non-restricted. Summer 2013, a gun store owner discovered a Swiss Arms Classic Green specific to the Canadian market and specified to meeting Canadian firearms law that was different than others and appeared to have been constructed on a converted auto receiver. This was reported to the RCMP and they have been reviewing since that time when they were initially approved for import by the RCMP 12 years ago, they were classified as either non-restricted barrel 18.5 inch or more or restricted barrel less than 18.5 inch. February 27th, 2014, the RCMP finished their review and reclassified all Swiss arms rifles to be derivatives or variants of the SIG 550 rifle which is prohibited in Canada by name rather than a derivative of the SIG 540. This means that these rifles were reclassified and prohibited rifles, and non-Canadian citizens can own them without a prohibited firearms license. There are a few thousand of these rifles in circulation at a retail cost of between three to $4,000. <clears> the only citizens who have been prohibited... Uh, excuse me, the only citizens who have a prohibited license were those grandfathered in when the current Firearms Act came into force in 1993. There's no legal provision for a person to gain a prohibited license. Also, prohibited long arms cannot be used anywhere. They can merely be possessed. As of 10 p.m. February 27th, they're getting really specific here with us, thousands of law-abiding firearm owners were illegally in possession of a prohibited weapon and thus subject to confiscation without compensation the rcmp stated that owners should return the guns to their point of sale for a refund why businesses were responsible for the change in classification is beyond me so what they're saying is the people could take them back to where they bought them and those stores were forced to give them a refund is that what
3: i mean are they going to are they going make sure that the stores refund them or i don't i don't get it I don't what know. store do you know refunds guns once they leave the store? Uh, none. I Unless mean, there's a – uh, They may be different in, in Canada, but – I mean, In Canada. Canada. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what,
1: that's what we call it. Um, uh, so I mean, he goes they, they, on and says, how the RCMP is going to compel owners of non-restricted and thus non-registered firearms to surrender them is also a bit of a mystery. Perhaps this is simply a power play by the RCMP to give a reason why the firearms registry should be – reinstated so they know who has these guns to allow them to be confiscated friday february 28th i mean
3: s- i don't know man i mean i'm i'm t- I'm anti-registry anti-confiscation so it all just stands there on the back of my neck no matter what how it goes but yeah so i february, mean I, I think at least the people who have them now should be grandfathered in and they should still be able to possess them you know, and as of 10 o'clock or whatever time they said. Yeah,
1: but they didn't stop at that. They went on. So February the 28th, the RMCP ruled that all non-restricted versions, barrels on the 18 and a half of the Czech CZ858 made after 2007 were constructed or converted after uh, uh, converted auto receivers and thus are considered prohibited. There are tens of thousands of these rifles in circulation at a retail cost of 900 per rifle. And then on March 3rd, ruled that all CZ-858s manufactured from 2007 are now prohibited. So now all these people that own these guns have illegal firearms. Then they go on March 3rd, the Minister of Public Safety stated that owners of these rifles were being granted an amnesty of five years, safe from prosecution for possession of these newly prohibited firearms. What this really uh, means remains to be seen. Uh, An amnesty is and of itself does not fix the wrong that has been done to the owners of these of these rifles. And then on March 4th, rumor is that the Quebec Provincial Police... Quebec? Began, Quebec's only in Tennessee. The uh, Quebec Provincial Police, <laughs> call it what the f I I want. Rumor is that the Quebec Provincial Police began issuing notice to all owners of these rifles that they have 30 days to surrender them, apparently regardless of the federal amnesty, since Quebec, as our buddies call it, Firearms are still registered. They have the means of notifying each owner and going door-to-door to to confiscate them. That's crazy.
0: So uh, if you're in Canada, make sure you go find the National Firearms Association page. That's one thing that Brian Bolivar had told us to go like it. Do they have a Second Amendment in their
1: constitution? Do they have a
3: constitution? I'm not sure they're... I, I wouldn't know that. I mean, let's look at. I'll look it up real quick. Yeah.
1: But uh, they're going to say news and events are uh, updating daily, so they're going to keep us posted. At this point, it's hard to know what to expect to come out this afternoon or tomorrow. It is a very nerve wracking time to be a firearms owner in Canada. I may have to make a call to Holder and Green Real Estate Firm, <laughs> our sponsors, HG Press. If a a real estate firm is cool enough to sponsor a pro-gun podcast, they are cool enough to be my agent. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) We appreciate that, Brian. So here's what they can do as concerned Canadians. You can write your member of parliament, the minister of justice, minister of public safety, and the prime minister, and express your concerns in, uh, uh, in polite and respectful terms. Talk about the situation on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Google+. Get the word out to your non-gun-friendly friends and let them know that the RCMP confiscating property is not okay. Be polite and respectful. Don't get all pissed off and post crap that makes gun owners look like loose cannons with anger management issues and with Alex a Jones propensity on to violence, yeah. Alex Jones I. on Pierce Alex Morgan. Jones. Join the National Firearms Association and or the Canadian uh, Shooting Sports Association, Association, which are our advocates advocacy groups donate money to the above wait a minute
0: i just realized something what what if we ever go to war with canada do we really want them to have their guns (laughs) (laughs) i mean you saw south park bigger larger
1: uncut right (laughs) but look what they're shooting you know they're shooting sig five five zeros and Sig. okay yeah Yeah. they can have those (laughs) cz's
2: yeah uh
3: i was just okay they have what they call the 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 firearms act which is probably what your guy was telling you about okay Uh, I, I kind of just went to uh, Wikipedia just to quick see what was going on. I don't know how accurate this is, of course, but um, yeah, there are certain classes of prohib- prohibited firearms um, as defined by the Firearms Act. Um, so I'm assuming that's either in their constitution or an amendment, you know, of or something like that. But I don't really, it doesn't really state what exactly that means.
0: So that's interesting, but, but yeah, definitely uh, putting them on the uh, jack wagon train. What were you gonna say?
3: Sorry. I said I live in Wisconsin. I don't care. You're closer. <laughs> you're, you're closer. Hey, you closer got people that are. say A up there.
1: <laughs> you never know, <laughs> man. Like, the uh, rural Canadian mounted police may make their way to Wisconsin,
3: or or say a boot. Like I don't know what that's a boot. A but, boot. A boot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you you and Destiny are going to be like our first line of
0: defense when they cross over.
3: <laughs> hey, 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 dealing with her, they better watch out, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm I'm no, <laughs> you, man. Yeah, she's she'll uh, pop she's, a cap. She's vicious, man. Nope. It,
0: so Jay, a little bit about you. What? How did you originally get into firearms?
3: Oh man, I, I'm a guy. I'm a. I was a boy. You know, guns were cool, so I've always <laughs> liked guns. And then I, uh, my mom bought me. You know, my my family was not anti-gun, but they were like, no guns for kids. You know that is growing up. And then my mom loosened up and bought me this cap gun, which was a Beretta. You know, an M9, pretty much. You know, it would look authentic. If I'd have pulled that, I'd have gotten killed, man. And from that day on, i had an affinity for Beretta, and it just grew from there. I had an uncle that kind of helped me, helped me learn to shoot, and all that. What
1: was the first firearm you ever you ever shot? The first real firearm.
3: Uh it was a Winchester. Don't remember the model, but it was a six. 30-odd, okay. Yeah. So
1: you remember how old you were?
3: Ah, uh, ten. Yeah, you know I was a string bean though, so it was it was it was a heck of a. So it I put had, a little kicking on your shoulder then, didn't it? I, I actually, I actually lied. I snuck my grandfather's 22. <laughs> <laughs> now the truth comes out. To the backyard. I've I got to be quiet because I'm actually recording this here at my parents' house. <laughs> 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 but no, I mean, I think I might have been. My cousin and I were probably like eight or seven. and Took it out to the backyard and tried to shoot some squirrels with it and then had to sneak it back in the, the uh, drawer where we got it from. So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yeah, don't try that at home. Do you have
0: any military law enforcement experience or background?
3: Uh, yeah, um, I worked for a uh, private security contractor for a while. okay uh, yeah, and it, which is affiliate affiliated with, affiliated with the, uh, a division of the state police here in Wisconsin, so gotcha. of a smaller branch of the state police called state well state fair Police, and then I got hired on through the um, the work there to this private security firm, so cool. did a little bit of that, which was which was cool.
1: <laughs> so hey, you're a you're a school teacher, right? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. We'll, we'll get into that here in a little bit. What uh, when it comes to pop culture, whether it's a movie, song, a book, video game? Did I say that already? Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. you didn't say video game already. Right? Okay. Uh, what's your go to? You if it involves are you, are you a Call of Duty guy? What what do you?
3: Uh, yeah, I do play Call of Duty. I, I kind of like Battlefield a little bit better now that I just got turned on to Battlefield. Yeah, uh, but I play them both um call of duty kind of lost me after black ops 2 man they kind of
1: yeah i kind of got put off by um, a little bit by that too but yeah. uh ghost
3: kind of weird but are you with a ghost, ghost yet. i haven't played ghost yet i heard it's awesome
1: it is so, it takes it takes a minute to get used to especially after the black ops 2 crap yeah. but uh yeah, yeah you, i'm not
3: a real gamer though you know what i mean i guess i'm I, I i read a lot man and uh i i like uh gun rags i like gun magazines so nice you know what's your favorite recoil by by far
1: yeah that's one of our favorites too Mm -hmm.
3: recoil swat um i'm not into the real gun porn mags because there's just glorified advertisements i believe you know well and
0: recoil for all the people listening they're going oh my god recoil they said all that crap but recoil completely revamped their entire management structure after that so this, then, it's not even the same people running the magazine anymore. So
3: no. and if they don't know that by now, they need to come out from under that rock, man. Recoil is really pretty, pretty, pretty above the above the board with uh, with firearms, and their offshoot. What is their offshoot? Uh, off the grid. No, I hadn't seen that one. Oh, you haven't? No. I mean, that's 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 the prepper in me, man. You know, that, that's that's more for you know that type of situation. Uh, I'm not a major prepper, but I do subscribe to the idea of prepping and being prepared and prepared. Yeah. Um, you know, I have a small cache of things in my house and Sweet. You know, I, think I could hold out for a little bit. But no, Requel is my major and SWAT is probably number two. Um, and then American Cop, actually. I love that magazine. I, don't I, haven't, know if I haven't read you know, that one. No. You know, it, it's one that's probably just because I, you know, I have an affinity for law enforcement and I would like to still get into law enforcement officially. There's a lot of information there. Uh, and a lot of the things that police deal with are the things that affect us as citizens. So I figured, why not read that? Why not see what they're reading? Why not see what they're thinking? You know, because, uh, fortunately, it's written by gun guys, so a lot of it is is, is pro-gun, pro-gun uh, ownership and pro-Second uh, Amendment. But they, they cover some issues that are very pertinent to us as Americans, not just gun owners, but as Americans, as citizens of this country that we love so much, you know, so... That's a pretty good match.
0: What about movies? What's like your favorite gun movie, firearm uh, movie?
3: Man, uh, it's going to be so weird because Mr. Mr. Carly on the wire said it too, but it was got to be Bad Boys. Bad Boys 2. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which
0: one's the one with the, the, the
3: daughter scene? The Bad Boys 2. Yes, that's my favorite one of the two. Yeah, that's the, you know, but it was just, it was like two hours long and like an hour and I mean, like 45 minutes of it was nothing but just gunplay. Yeah. You know? So, uh, and they had some pretty cool guns. It's just a well-written movie, man. A well-written, uh, well-scripted uh, or produced uh, gun scenes. Nice. When
0: it comes to uh, guns that you own, has there ever been or is there currently a gun that there's a little part of you that's kind of embarrassed to say, yeah, yeah, I got
3: that. Yeah, probably my pink, uh, no, I'm joking. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my little pink Ruger. No, my, uh, no, not really, man. I think I think every gun that I've owned has always been something that I've wanted. Uh, Or you know, liked at the time whether or not I kept it or or continued to like it. You know, I've never really been ashamed. I've never been. I've never owned a High Point or you know Cobra or Raven or anything like that, man. So you know, (laughs) I don't have anything that I'd be ashamed of. So Uh,
1: what would be like your the next thing on your bucket list? You're just got to have gun on your list. That
3: that that titanium Nemo man. The
1: the 300 Win Mag.
3: Yeah, that thing is sick. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't want to drop that kind of cash on it, but no, I, I think that's just a thing. Like
1: huh? Are those like 12 or 8? Are those like 12,000, 8,000? I can't remember.
3: The number 10,000 sticks out, so I guess we'll round it out to 10, man. So uh, I've I'm seen
1: gonna, one on Impact Guns. They had one, but it's always sold out. Really? Same. Yeah. And I
3: think they only had one to sell, so they just probably. keep it
1: up. <laughs> that's probably what it was. It's yeah. like, you you know how you can sign up for, like, um, notify me, yeah. yeah. When well, they sent me a notification one time, and I went, as soon as I got it, I mean, it was, it was already sold. So.
3: That's how everything is. When
1: Not I that out. I'm going to buy it, but <laughs>
3: <laughs> I always I like putting stuff in my, my. Right, I just want to know that hey, yeah. it's available. I
1: like putting it in my cart and letting it sit there for about you know ten minutes or so, and then logging out.
3: <laughs> I think I think I think we're cutting the same cloth in that matter, though. In that regard, <laughs> I do that too with a lot of things.
1: Oh so. yeah, I'll go fill up my cart and then I'll empty it. Yeah. <laughs> well now.
0: It's time for and there's a little bit of odd positioning for this, but it's time for facts fact, to fact, fight, fact, the fight the myths. myths myth, myth, myth. And there's a the logic behind the reason. Yeah, this is going to be a, a very extended version of facts to fight the myths because of a discussion that Jay and I had what about two
3: months ago? Yeah, I think it was. Maybe about that. Yeah,
0: and uh, we thought it would be perfect for our show because you got two rednecks that you're coming on to discuss this with. Which speak for yourself. I do want to talk about redneck because I watched a show about a month ago have you ever watched the history channel america's secret slang no it talks about origins of words that you always hear but you never know where they came from like y'all and redneck was one of them and i'm actually really proud to call myself a redneck after this explanation came oh lord
1: what is it let's hear it
0: okay in scotland in the 1640s the Coventers rejected rule by the bishops, so they didn't want to be ruled by bishops, often signing manifestos using their own blood. Some wore red cloth Sounds around like their neck. Sounds like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Some wore red cloth around their neck to signify their position against the uh, the powerful rule and were called rednecks by the Scottish ruling class to denote that they were the rebels against the, the bishops' war's government. Uh, that re- preceded the rise of Cromwell, which I don't know what that is. Eventually, the term began to mean simply Presbyterian. So basically, they were revolting against bishop rule uh, and and a tyrannical government, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, just this was done by a religious uh, government. So that was in the 1640s. That's about as far back as the term can be traced. Hmm. And that's
1: where a redneck... Probably made it over here during came. back during the, yeah. the Civil War, maybe. So I Reuters. thought that was
0: kind of interesting being that you know that's what a lot of us are doing now with our second amendment battle you know everybody's a redneck that's in that if you take that terminology all right. of course you always got the people on a farm they get red necks from being out in the sun all day but anyways jay what is the fact to fight the myth that we want to talk about
3: oh wow all what? black guys with guns are not thugs my lord <laughs> 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 you know it's just ridiculous the myth and the the uh the idea of a black man with a gun. Shout out to Reverend Ken Blanchard, big two A guy, big Second Amendment supporter. But um, you know, it's just that whole thing, man. That's where he, where's he located? Ken Blanchard is out in the D.C. area. I think he's in Maryland. So he's got a what, podcast, too. Ken Blanchard. Yeah, uh, yep, Reverend oh. Ken Blanchard. Okay. Uh, uh, he I actually was on. That was the first show that I was ever on.
2: Nice. And uh,
3: he called me because I did a video that um. I called it black man with a gun, not knowing that he uh, uh, trademarked that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Whoops. So I guess all of his friends were calling him, saying there's another dude using black guy with a gun and, you know, this th- I mean, black man with a gun, this, that, and the other. And, I, you know, he called me like, let me find out who this Argo J is. And I was really apologetic and everything. He was like, oh, bro. I love it. Keep using it. Like, you know what I mean? So, he was, you know, he was really cool it was about cool. it. I, I liked it, man. He was, uh, I guess, you know, his friends and family were just trying to make sure that I wasn't uh, using his name and giving him a, a negative image or, negative, you know, people would see him in a negative light, but uh, no, I mean, he was really supportive and you know, it's hard out here. It's hard enough out here being a black guy in America sometimes, but when you're a gun guy and a black guy, it's rough, man. Well, you tell know. the
0: tell the story you told me about how A A R G O or A A A R G O came to be Triple A R G O. Yeah, R-G-O. my
3: name Argo j Yeah, Triple A R G O Argo.
0: Triple A R G O Argo. <laughs> right, Ar-
3: A-R-G-O, Argo. <laughs> <laughs> and he says I'm
0: ADD. Well, I am. But.
3: I tend not to hang out with a lot of uh, black guys when it comes to guns because of for whatever reason, you know. So when I find some guys that are sim- that that like guns and are knowledgeable and are responsible and safe, like I am, that happen to be black. You know, we tend we tend to mesh fairly well. So I've been going to the range with, these, with a couple of my buddies, a set of brothers, uh, both both ways, brothers blood by blood and by color. Uh, and, um, you know, we were joking in the car that we were, you know, we're always the only black guys at the range that we go to in a little town here in Wisconsin. Um, and everybody's always looking at us like, wow, look, they've got all the cool stuff down there. And, you know, coming up, talking to us and are just mystified by these black guys that are gun guys so on the way home i'm joking i said man we need to uh start an organization let's call it argo you know i'm kind of quick on on my feet and i said let's call it argo let's call it um the african-american association for responsible gun ownership and we we were like and we were like dude we should really do it let's like let's really do it so actually that's in the works now so um so that association is actually in the works but uh, when I started doing my videos, I was looking for a name, and I looked down at my desktop and I saw Argo written there. I said, that's it.
1: So it had Argo. nothing to do with the Ben, ben Affleck movie? No. Nah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stuttering the name of Ben Affleck. Argo. Ben Affleck.
3: <laughs> right. And plus, I uh, you know got – and it kind of has duality. You know, I, I'm a big pirate. I love pirates. I always have. It's one of my <laughs> life, man, so – you know, I, when I don't want to tell people what the name stands for, I tell them it's because I'm a pirate. You know, pirates <laughs> get the R. <"Arr."> <laughs> so, yeah. So, but no, that's really where it came from, man. The backseat of my buddy's truck. That's where it came from. So you. Shout did, out to Merck and uh and Snoop. Those, those are their names.
1: <laughs> you did a uh, a video. I don't know how long ago it was. It was why I needed why I need my AR.
3: Yeah, why well, I needed my AR. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I mean that was a that was a really good a good story. Um, really kind of. Made the point as you know from a different standpoint as to why you would need an AR. You want to tell that story real quick to our listeners?
3: Yeah, you know, and it's funny because people always think that I'm lying, and I'm not. And I actually saw my, you know, caused all that drama the other the other day. And he said, "Dude, I finally saw that video, man. Why'd you have to put all my business out there?" I said, "Nobody knows who <laughs> you are." But to make a long story short, uh, or I don't even know how short I can make it, but.
0: Uh, <laughs> No, we like long stories because that's less editing we have to do. <laughs> yeah. oh, I,
3: I Um uh, So I was uh, at home was a Saturday morning or just, you know, I think I was out the night before. So I was a little hungover maybe. And for some reason, uh, whatever, uh, I woke up because, and I heard all this uh, bang. So I didn't know what it was. I didn't know if it was the neighbor going off or I didn't know what it was if it was an emergency. So I jumped up and I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not paranoid, but I'm prepared. So I don't always go to my door directly. I have different spots in the house where I can see both of my doors without actually going to the door. And I did that and I looked out and I saw, you know, a group of guys banging on the door. They were actually kicking. The guy was turning around, mule kicking the door. And, uh, Ran to my room and I, I grabbed a pistol that I had there. It was a Springfield XDM, 40 cows at the time. Looked out my back window to my yard to see what was going on and saw a couple of guys walking through my backyard, like leaving my door, going towards the alley. Uh, we have alleys here, so they were going towards the alley. I'm the third house from the corner, so they were headed towards the corner. I was the third house at the time. And I went to my front door and I guess they had all grouped up. So I'm looking, you know, there were about 13 guys there, man. And um, a couple of them had their hands in their jackets, like, you know, like they had guns and one of them actually did have a gun in it, stuck in his waist and he was, you know, he had it holding it. So I said, oh, man, I gotta, this ain't gonna do anything. So, so I, kinda, mm-hmm. I put the XD in the closet and I grabbed that AR. Felt a little inadequate, didn't you? Yeah, I did, man. You know, uh, gun know, had to, had, to, had, had to get the big stick. You know? so yeah. I, I went out and, went and got the... Cliff, which
1: big... is another stereotype that we're going to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to talk
3: about the big stick.
1: <laughs>
0: That's actually true.
3: So, <laughs> but, so uh, uh, you know, a lot of people give me flack on that. Oh, why don't you give up your tactical advantage? Like, come on, dude. First of all, you don't know. Every situation is different. We're actively trying to get into my house. So the fact that they had all left and stopped trying to get into my house but were now coming again, you know, I'm not going to let them, uh, you know, get inside my house. I'm going to I'm gonna take the fight to them if it was going to come to that. Right. I don't want them to come into my house kicking in my door where my family is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, keep uh, them as uh, that, far away still, from your loved one as possible. Exactly. And people just don't seem to get that. You know, like, oh, you gave up a tactical advantage. You know, you you, you sucked them into the kill zone. It's like, like come on, dude. all oh, you – Call of Duty people, you know, you can kiss it for all I care. Uh, I, I got family that I really protect, I really love and I got to protect. So I stepped out. And, and honestly, me stepping outside was the best thing because it gave me area, it gave me room, uh, you know, wielding a 16-inch barrel AR. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, my house was made of brick. So I actually had the advantage. I actually gained the advantage by stepping outside because now I could see them. I had, you know, uh, I had a way to egress or a way to exit if I needed to. You know what I mean? I had everything in my favor. So that was an advantage tactically, if you want to look at it technically,
1: Right. And anybody listening to this story can't judge you on your tactics on this because they don't know the layout of your house or anything like hmm. that. So,
3: That's another, another point. Yeah. And on top of it, people are like, oh, you should have called the police. For what? By the time the po- – listen here. All respect to all first responders, all law enforcement, but honestly, law enforcement is a cleanup crew.
2: Yeah, yep.
0: they're they're not crime stoppers. They're crime historians. They're there to if write reports after the fact.
3: they right in their face. They cannot stop it. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm afraid there would have been four or five talk outlines in my house. I had you know what I mean? Or we'd have been in the hospital. Had or you know had uh, things gone really really bad. So anyway, I confront these guys outside, and I've got my my rifle kind of stuck behind me because I didn't want cars driving by to see you know this big black dude with a rifle and call the police. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. uh I'm kind of going back and forth with the guys trying to de escalate the situation because I knew why they were there. Um, you know, my neighbor happened to be my friend. I lived in a duplex and he, was, he lived on top of me. You know, it was all over a girl. You know what I mean? So I, <laughs> I the main guy and she wasn't even that cute. You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it was the guy that lived above you that they were trying to get to.
3: Yeah. But, you know, because it was a duplex, they were kicking on my door too. Right. You know what I mean? So uh, what's that like block a-
1: commercial? Uh, wrong 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 duplex wrong duplex
3: <laughs> right wrong black guy yeah. you know, that's that's what i say because they didn't expect it and one dude happened to see my rifle and i think in the video i even say you know i'm like he shot out he shot out dude got a tech in his hand man
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> that, that and that and look it, In some regards, the stereotypes are true. There are a lot of ignorant people when it comes to guns in the black community. But there are a lot of ignorant people in regards to guns all over the place. In society. And a lot of
1: times that works to our advantage.
3: (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, dude's like, he's got the tech in his hand. So they started to really, you know, back off a little bit then. But then they started talking a lot more shit. You know, we're going to come and take that when you go to work. We know your schedule. We know this, that, and the other. Mm -hmm. This, that, and the other. And and it was so stupid. It's over a girl, man. Like you, you really willing to risk your life over a girl? I mean, I understand. It's not even your wife. If, if with my wife, it'd be different. No. These were young guys. You know what I mean? It's like, and, and to make it all bad, like I said, I lived third house from the corner. They were the third house from the opposite corner. So it, they all lived on it's my just right my, there.
1: <laughs> yeah, everybody's just right there. So oh I, I, I assume all that got worked out, and uh, yeah, it worked. You out, got man. them off it, your back. They didn't come yeah, they breaking did. in your house trying to steal your guns
3: or anything. No, they never did because I think they were afraid to come in there after that. And they're like, "Well, we don't know who's there, you know. We don't know do what now. else is in there." I mean, they could have come. Argo Jays, <laughs> don't make me put my patch on. <laughs> <laughs> no, they could have come in if they wanted to, but it would have been a bad day for them, you know, because oh, you know, my my daughters are good shots. Okay, you know so. I taught them from the time they were young how to safely handle and, you know, how to access the, you know, the firearms if, if it's needed or if something happens to me, you know, and I'm in the house. So they know how to, yeah. you know, wield a gun and do that. So, I mean, but it was just stupid, man. But anyway, that, that video, that took it off. That was a like, good wow,
1: video, man. I was, I was impressed with that. Mm-hmm.
3: I never I expected. That. I just had nothing else to talk about at the time because that was like my second video. You know, yeah. that was the second video that I ever really did, and I didn't have anything else to talk about. And that was the one thing that I had to talk about that, you know, that, that pertained to the Second Amendment and why it's important that we not criminalize things for protecting themselves. Sure. Yeah. You know,
0: I was going to ask you, how, would, how does it feel for a black man in America that is in the Second Amendment battle when you see the NRA pick up somebody like Colin
3: Noir? I stand up and scream and cheer until I have no voice. That's awesome.
0: One of the things I wanted to bring up with you on here, there there was a guy that contacted us from New York when we first started the show. About the second message that he and I interacted on, he goes, well, how do I join the NRA? I didn't think I was allowed to join. At the time, I didn't know he's black yet. So then I went to his Facebook page and saw that he was a black guy. And I said, no, you're absolutely allowed to join. I don't know why you would think you're not. And he said that there were people in New York that, when he had asked, how do I join the NRA, they told him, we don't accept your kind in the NRA. <laughs> and so for years. I'm not saying he was there.
1: I'm saying those people that told yeah. him. He, he, so he
0: for years, it. he had thought that it, because he was black, he wasn't even allowed to join the NRA, and it, which is t- total opposite from the truth. And it's right. just, it's good to
3: see that. Yeah, they even, like they even take women,
1: don't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think they'll take anybody that wants to give them money. Yep.
3: Uh. Right. No, but I mean, I, I mean, Even I, you got to look at it like this, you know. There's stereotypes about everything, and and growing up, meaning when I was really young, I didn't know that NRA, you know, I didn't know what it was. And then when I found out, found out what it was, you would hear in the black community, you hear all these things. Oh, NRA is full of white people. This white people that, yeah. you know what I mean. So you don't really develop. That I think style. it's a
1: rich man white club
3: kind yeah, of thing. You yeah, know? as you get older, you, you you should keep yourself well informed and informed enough to, you know find out what things are or at least be able to research things but I never take things for face value that people tell me I go find out and that's the only that's 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 one way to for sure remain stupid is mm-hmm. by taking things for face value What so, you do you, know,
1: what do you think uh one of the major obstacles is for a black man in the firearms industry right now do you see in, see in anything the Yeah do you see anything you know that's a major obstacle or problem going on right now in the industry
3: Uh it's kind of hard, that's kind of hard because
1: because i'm I'm asking that because you're you're seeing it from a different perspective than we are and right right no definitely, and there may be uh, maybe something that we're not aware that's out there uh
3: th- there's there's some there's some support issues you know what i mean and I, and I find that more so now um I'm seeing it more now it's more prevalent to my to my vision now um a lot of times people still hold on to those stereotypes i you know you mentioned destiny, I write for her um, the arms guy yeah, yeah arms, guy I write for the arms guy. Yep. uh I'm sorry, so uh I did a video about Canton shooting. I was shooting a six hour P two thirty-eight, and you know how small that gun is.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. And I've got big hands and you know, the, 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 the heel of my hand was pretty much, or my thumb rather was blocking that my thumb knuckle was blocking the sight because you know, I'm trying to get high on it, you know, get a nice high grip on it. Um, (laughs) Thanks for correcting it. I'm trying to get high on it, (laughs) but uh, no, seriously though. So I'm trying to get a high grip, you know, and I, I, I couldn't see the site. So I put a slight camp in it and we took a photo, you know, and as soon as that photo went up, everybody was like, oh, who, who, you know, what is this gangbanger doing? You know what I mean? I'm now I'm a gangbanger. Now I'm a thug. You know, now I'm this. Yeah. Like, first of all, like she would have somebody that is that writing for her. Number one, mm-hmm. let's use our heads. Uh, and secondly, come on, and then we got guys, you know, well, I'm a retired Marine Corps firearms instructor. We never taught that to the Corps. We never taught that, you know, come on now, man. Well, like, you
1: know, and there's different tactics, too, that go along with, you know, how you turn your gun. It depends on what kind of position you're in, what the situation is.
3: Exactly. You know, exactly. Well,
1: obstacles and, that are in the way.
0: And both firearms trainers that we've had experience with have
1: said, a
0: slight cant when you're shooting one-handed – is is perfect, is perfect because the way your arm aligns, it's gonna absorb it more of the recoil. It, yeah. Now we're not talking completely sideways, it's just a slight right. maybe ten degree turn to the left or right, right whichever hand and you I got it. Mine, in.
3: I think mine was probably about fifteen to twenty degree can it still wasn't sideways. Right. You know, mm. and so I mean it was just bad though, man. And 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 it's those type of stereotypes that will always prevent because they're they're not going anywhere until the visible portion of the gun community is more inclusive of you know or more diverse then it's not going anywhere but uh with the with 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 Coleon Noir being you know n r a now I think that's cool that that's a help and I think also it shows that it we it is an accepting community we can come into this community, and people who are afraid to maybe have a voice or or be a part of or even just find out what it's about are now. Saying, well, you know, this guy is here and maybe I should do it because that's what that's who's got me started.
1: But even you know, way I, before Coleon, there was Zeke. And he oh, actually gosh. sat on the, sat, How many sat on the board, Car- Carl Malone,
3: yeah,
0: Bo Jackson,
2: yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. Uh, oh, who's the other one I'm thinking of? Carl Malone sat on the board. Is your a football player? Bo Jackson, yeah. Yeah, no. I was thinking there, baseball with both. Yeah, oh, there was, was one more too. I'm
3: thinking
0: of. <laughs> and, and that's the sad thing right there. We're sitting there going, there's one more I'm thinking of. we only named two.
3: Right. No, and, 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 and that's what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? And that's 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 the problem.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, and on top of it, it goes as high as the NRA and the top officials in the NRA being of, uh, accepting of people in positions of power that are people of color.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I don't care what color you are. Right. You know what I mean? I don't care what color you are by any means. We've got to be more accepting of of, of everybody as Americans. You know, I'm an American, number one. I, I, I've never been to Africa. You know what I mean? I've never <laughs> mm-hmm. seen any—the closest I've come to Africa is the Caribbean.
0: Well, and at I, this point in our, in our gun rights battle, I don't care anybody listening to this, if they have an issue with somebody's color or politics or religious affiliation, whatever— we have to accept each other right now, no matter what, because we, we need as many people on our side as we can. Maybe in that acceptance you'll learn a little bit about the other person. And maybe some of exactly. your some of your opinions may change. But as of right now, and we've said it on the show before, both left hand and I know Democrats that have an arsenal in their basement. So we're not going right. to alienate them just cuz they're a democrat and now, some of them are black. We may disagree with somebody's political affiliations after this battle's over and have arguments till we're blue in the face, but when it comes to second amendment rights, we've all got to stand together.
3: Exactly. And and you know, the more dissension there is in our, in our community, the easier it is for people who are anti-gun to say, "Look, we can't even they can't even get along with themselves. They don't know what they're talking about. Yep. Let's let's fight them harder." A house you know? divided cannot stand exactly you know so I do not you know and I think it's,
1: it's our it's our individual responsibility to counteract like those people that you're talking about in New York that were telling your buddy that the NRA doesn't accept blacks I mean it, we've got to get the word out there and then that to everyone that everyone is welcome in the NRA exactly mm-hmm.
3: and, I, and I think that's it's our responsibility picture. to do that it's weird because for me it was this, this is pre uh, joining the NRA and becoming an NRA commentator but Coleon Noir was the first he, – he and um, – what's the guy's name from uh, Amid the Noise? What's his name?
0: Uh, Amid the Noise. <laughs> That's all I can think of his name.
3: Yeah, I, I forgot his name. But anyway, he was actually the first one that I saw. But then I saw Coleon Noir, and I'm like, if this young brother can be out here doing this, I know I can do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I have something to say too. We feel, I feel the same way that he feels. Uh, so of course I came out and everybody, oh, you're trying to be, the, you know, oh, you know, I would, I would hear comments like, uh, no, they're, uh, Coley on has got it wrapped up. There's only, you know, room for one black guy doing it. Oh <laughs> my gosh.
2: Account. Oh
3: gosh. You know <laughs> what I you mean? Are serious? And, yeah. Uh. They're trying to know,
1: discourage you because uh, somebody's already like, filled the I'm, bill, so to speak.
3: Exactly. And I'm jumping in this as a newbie. I had no idea what I was doing. I had a friend that had a production company. So I said, Hey, would you ease the gun guy too? I said, Hey, would you, uh, be willing to help me film these videos? And he was like, "Yeah, I can only do it for a certain time because I'm, you know, my, uh, you know, his schedule was filling up. So he did my first few videos for free, no less. And, um, you know, in the studio with lights and professional cameras and all this. I mean, it was a real big to do for me. But I didn't have any other model but Colion. So yeah, there were some similarities. But I'm almost 40 years old. I'll I'll be 40 this year. Young man. (laughs) Yeah, and I know Colion is is younger than I am." You know, I've been wearing fitted hats way before he probably <laughs> – <laughs> You know what I mean? So yeah. all of a sudden, I've been wear- I'm have been i wearing fitted hats, and now I'm trying to be like him. I'm copying him. Like, no, I'm not copying him. I only wear one team's fitted hat. I only wear Milwaukee Brewers stuff. That's- I might – I might you know, slip and wear uh, Milwaukee Braves because it's retro. But I yeah, I did see
1: a Milwaukee Braves hat one in one of your videos.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, t- yeah, I, so. I tell you what. Which is
1: a little controversial. <laughs>
3: <laughs> With- I have native people that come up to me. Native, we call We have native people here that come up to me, and they love my videos. And they love the fact that I wore that. That Milwaukee Braves hat.
2: <laughs> yeah, I thought it was you know?
1: cool. I liked it. But
0: I'll tell yeah. you what's hilarious is Coley Noir, I don't know if, if it's his facial structure or what it is. With his hat on, it's almost like a disguise because when you see him without his hat, it doesn't look like him. It's like, wait a minute.
3: Who's this that's guy? That's me too, though. Everybody says that. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I recognize him right off mean. when I see him. <laughs> uh, you know, we, uh, Destiny and I, were, we went up to uh, Green Bay recently and we shot together a, a small training class. And I took my hat off to wipe the sweat off my head, and she's like, "Whoa, I had no idea you look totally different." You know, <laughs> so I'm, yeah, so I mean, because I have a hat on, you know, eighty percent of the time. So nice when I'm not at work, of course I don't. But I mean, when I'm at work, I don't. But as soon as that, as soon as that clock strikes quitting time, that hat goes on. So <laughs> yeah, and my hat collection is huge. So there's always a hat on. But anyway. Back to the topic, I guess. You know, uh, as far as what we can do to overcome it, we just got to share it, man. We got to share the correct information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think more collaborations like this are needed, Yeah, uh, you know, uh, and for people to see, oh, these guys are uh, in acceptance of. Because, uh, you know, like we were talking beforehand, I'm sure people view you as, as racist, redneck, white guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, we haven't had that yet. Thank no, goodness. we haven't. <laughs> We've had redneck a lot. I mean, We've had redneck, I, but not racist.
3: I, 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 Maybe not to your face, but maybe somebody is thinking. Yeah. That. Maybe some black guy that's on social media sees your stuff and says, You're right. Yeah. You know, think look look at Jaeger. People yeah. think Jaeger is the biggest prick and racist in the world. And he's not. He's, he's not. Complete man. opposite. Yeah. He's not. You know what I mean? I mean, he may be an asshole, but it works for him. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And he's a great asshole. You know what I'm saying? So, he, He's, but I am he's too, great though.
1: at being an asshole. So, <laughs> is that what you're saying?
3: <laughs> he's a great guy, but people perceive him. As, I'm not calling him an asshole. People perceive him as an asshole. Right, right. You know what I mean? But. but
1: uh yeah we've talked about that before on some of our shows oh yeah
3: you know what I when mean? he's so, been on the show <laughs> yeah uh, whatever you think of, of whatever person whatever man whatever woman is what you think but until you get to know them keep your mouth closed and keep your ideas to yourself and that's just that's the problem now but i think more collaborations like this are needed uh right. there, there need to be more people partnering up and and now i'm like i'm a big i'm a huge instagram fan I, i'm a huge instagram junkie totally kind of let my Facebook go to uh, the wayside. I totally abandoned Twitter. I'm still on there, but I don't use it. I never check it. I don't use it. See, our tweets now are just our Instagram link. And, and mine are pretty much my Facebook and YouTube links. Yeah, but um, but I'm seeing all these black people, you know, who follow me and are in the you know the gun community, like uh, Hank Strange and you know the guys out of North Carolina, and I'm seeing uh, uh, that it easy that it easy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. You Know these guys are up and coming guys, you know, and they're doing, you know, they're doing the thing too. And I guess maybe somewhere along the line, stuff, they've seen something that influenced them. But the more that we're vocal, the more that we're visible and vocal, the more people will be in acceptance of sure. and join in on.
1: Now I gotta ask, are you reloading? Am I do I reload? Are you reloading right now?
2: <laughs> no, I, see, it sounds <laughs> like it a
1: sounds like drink. you got, it I thought like it was you got a some empty drink. brass in your uh. In your hand, sounded like you had some empty brass in your hand.
3: See, I thought it was a mixed drink. Flicking my my folder up and down.
1: Do you have a, a mixed drink with you as
3: well? Uh, not anymore. I'm not here. <laughs> I
1: was gonna say maybe it was ice I was hearing, maybe a
3: little no, cocktail. Was, yeah, yeah. No, that was that that was empty brown. The first. Uh, I <laughs> gotcha. yeah.
0: Well, we've got some uh, trivia questions that we're gonna yeah, give well, the answers to. We the missed uh,
1: last week, but we've got uh, two, mm-hmm. uh, to announce. And the first one will go back to the Griff show, the combat flip-flops. We gave that one away. You did? Yeah, last week. You sure? Positive. All right, well, then we won't yeah. go back. We still have one So we more. just have one then. Yeah. Uh, for the next level readiness um, preparedness kit that they are offering, it. the question was, how many combined years of experience does their staff have? And mm-hmm. – Zeke even made it one step further and break that down into our <laughs> hours.
0: Yeah, it was a joke, but many people hours? took it
2: serious.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and we drew from a, a list of people that got there. The winner is Clint M. So Clint M. Clint, the, answer, the correct answer was 450 years or... Three million nine hundred and forty-two thousand hours of combined experience.
0: Which we were joking about that, and a lot of people answered it with that. So, well, hey, you
1: you threw it out there as a stipulation. More power so. to you. We got some mathematicians that so to us. So, Clint M, make sure
0: you shoot us an email with your information to talkingled at gmail.com We'll
1: forward that on to our guys at Next Level Readiness, Andre and Kenny, and they will ship you that cool little um, survival. Was it med? I can't remember what it was now. It what was a, was a it? bunch of stuff. Yeah, there's like
0: water, filter, a light maybe. Yeah,
1: so some good stuff for your kit. Oh, there's
0: a Gerber multifunction knife,
1: multi-tool knife. Mm-hmm. That was a nice little kit. So this week, our trivia question uh, relates to one of Argo J's videos, and it's the one where he's uh, getting some training with Coasty Mike. Yep. That, yeah, right? it's
3: called uh, it's called Training Day featuring Coasty Mike. All right. okay, so, so you
1: go to YouTube. Training Day featuring Coasty Mike.
0: Watch the video and what morale patch is jay wearing and how did it originate where did that phrase originate
1: on his morale patch so get the answers. and the winner it. will get a cool argo j t-shirt yep Yep. compliments of argo j
3: yeah and i'll throw in a couple of stickers also from um, my gun shop here my gun store here and a couple of argo j stickers uh that i should have those in a couple of days actually
1: feel free to send yeah, us yeah. some of those if you want to <laughs> so,
3: um let, let me know your sizes and I'll take care of you. Huge,
1: <laughs> large,
3: enormous. What do you do? like a four or five X? Nah, two X is good.
1: Now you do some things with the FOP, right? Yes, I do. Uh, I saw one of your videos um, that you'd done. What was that shoot called?
3: I'm actually wearing the shirt today. Don't let me. Don't get me wrong. Um, <laughs> it was sponsored by a, uh, a company called Nelson Tactical. Yeah, and Nelson it was Tactical. the uh, FOP shoot. That's what they call it. Okay. Um, but it was just pretty much uh, a way for. Uh, Law enforcement to to fellowship and have a day off and fraternize with each other and have some fun doing it, man. And yeah, uh, well, you know, and I got to I actually got to work. I think in the video you see it, but I got to get on the line, a uh, entry line, um, since I have a little experience. <laughs> yeah, with that. yeah, I uh, saw that, and you had some packers with, there uh, too
1: huh you had some green bay packers there too i was gonna
0: say
3: yeah. clarify please <laughs> you had yeah. some packers there <laughs> yeah what <laughs> is, that that, is that that black guy myth again <laughs> <laughs> uh but no seriously we had some packers there that came through and um that's who we were performing for i guess we call it a performance that's who we were doing the uh, entry drill for was uh all the packers and there was another drill that we a couple of drills that we did uh where that we were shooting on the move but We didn't want anybody with cameras on for that because it was just too much of a liability. Yeah, there was just too much of a liability. But no, that was pretty fun, man. The Fraternal Order Police Brotherhood extends much farther than police, but people don't know that or don't realize it. Mm -hmm. And um, at the end of the day, those men and women that put on that blue suit every day are people too. And, um, you know, they need they need that and they need to be recognized, you know, because what they do, most people won't do right. you know, they, they, they risk their lives every single day, the same as our men and women overseas. Um, every single day, they risk their lives for, for us.
1: They do. You know? And a lot of people didn't realize that there's actually, a, in Washington, D.C., there's a, a police memorial there. And, we, had
3: a, um, we had a young lady get killed on duty here uh, by her ex-husband and made national news. And they were trying not to put her name on the memorial because it's only for people who get killed in L.O.D. You know, that that was in the line of duty. She was on duty. Her ex-husband, a former marine with PTSD, snap, and um, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I forgot her name. I can't think of her name. And showed up while she was on her lunch break. That was horrible. Yeah, I remember that. Did oh, and killed her.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: Weird. And they were saying, "Oh no, it didn't happen on the line of duty." Yes, it did. You know, she deserves to be on that wall too.
2: Absolutely.
1: So, we've so. Uh, we've got a local chapter, a couple of chapters that we're working with here um, in our area that are doing a fundraiser. Uh, to raise money to go to that uh, memorial this year in Washington. Okay. And uh we're we're putting uh, together a little event kind of like we did a rescue ranch event. Uh not to that scale but um it's going to be a good time. It's April the 11th and uh we're uh slowly churning out some uh, some sponsors for that, uh, some people that support the show. So uh, I think it's going to be a really good uh, good event. they are trying to get Marcus there again. He's working on his schedule. Uh, Marcus Fox, right to do the to do the music, but uh, yeah. So I kind of wanted to ask you about that because it's something that we're getting involved with as well.
3: Oh, definitely, man. I'm all, I'm all about good causes, man. Like um, that was one, of course. I and mean, I told you the reasons why um, mm-hmm. I'm involved with Autism Speaks and Autism Awareness. Uh, my stepson is autistic. I'm big with that, along with a couple of other gun guys, and uh, we're on you know Instagram with it. Um, the guys from the TV show Boston's Finest. Are you familiar yeah. with that? Uh huh. Yeah, the guy, uh, Tariq, uh, Tariq Chambers. He's his son is autistic. Okay. So you know, I support uh, their autism speaks out there in Massachusetts, and Boston, awesome. and they've been supportive. You know, this way too, man. So mm-hmm. uh, Winston out there. So they've uh, there there's some good guys out there. You're also, also
1: involved with the American Sniper Is that right?
3: That's exactly what I was getting to. Oh, okay,
1: now. I was going to say because that's something that we're uh, we're going to have one of those guys on our show coming up.
3: Um, yeah, and they're here too. So, they're here in Wisconsin as well.
1: Is that where they're based out of?
3: I actually did that video with AmericanSnipers dot uh, org at the FOP shoot uh, because they were there also. But um, yeah, that's a, that's an awesome cause. cause you man. had Austin Green
1: uh, there with you, right?
3: Uh, he wasn't in the video. Yeah, I had Austin from uh, Austin Green from uh, Griffin Armament
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh, there with me, and uh, Austin. Th- those are good guys. I don't know if you ever met them guys. Those guys yet? Haven't yet. No,
1: he seems like he's a cool guy though.
3: Oh, man. And Griffin Armament makes some awesome product. But that's another story. But um, no, I mean, it's a great cause. It's it's and I didn't know that our, our men and women don't have what they need mm-hmm. a lot of times to do their jobs. And, you know, you, you would figure a sniper or a designated marksman would have the equipment that they need. State of the
1: art, top of the line it, stuff. Just yeah. like
3: it, like it is in the quote unquote movies, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, it's sometimes things are bare bones. And in that video, you know, you guys can check that video out. It's called. Um, it, just, it just says AmericanSnipers.org.
1: Yeah, you got you've got two of those up. Yeah.
3: Yeah, the, the second one was more of a support uh, video because they're offering some kits, um, with some swag. You know, people don't like that term, but whatever. It is what it is. Patches and uh, challenge coins, and I think there was a. You know what swag means, don't you? What's that? We all get. There it is. <laughs> There, there it is.
1: That's what it is. That's what it means.
3: No, I never knew. I never knew. So but, uh, <laughs> That's what it means. We all get. But, uh, you know, I think it's a great cause. And um, you get a good swag pack, and you can check out both of those videos on my YouTube channel. Um, I and tried to make it as, as heart-wrenching as I possibly can, uh, <laughs> even though it really wasn't. But it was a good story when he told me. It was me. a
1: good message, yeah. Well,
0: that's yeah. kind of how we got connected with him because we – Wanted to buy some of their swag. We saw it out on the on the some shot show. Floor. Challenge
1: coins and uh, morale patches. Yeah. They had cool stuff. And, and we, we met it. Doug. Uh, what was Doug's last name? Uh, Start with a B. Doug. But anyway, we talked with Doug, and he got to telling us about their their organization and you know what they were about and why they came to be. And we were just floored that. I mean, we were like you. I mean, we just thought they got everything and had state of the art. And
0: yeah. We had planned on not doing a video, and as soon as he told us, we were like, get the video up. We're yeah, we're do a doing, video
1: we're doing a video. So we did a, a video at, at SHOT Show with him this year.
3: Yeah, same same thing here, man. Like you said, you did the video with him at SHOT Show, and when I was at FOP, I, I was talking to the guy, and he started telling me what it was about, and I said, hold on, let me get my camera up. So it was the exact same thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, it's like, man, I can't believe this. Uh, more people need to find out about this. Definitely uh, we're going to get you know, him on and try to do more with those guys as well.
3: Oh that, That's awesome, man, because it's, it's a cause. It's, it's probably one of the only veteran support or, or, or military supporting um, charities that I'll donate to. Because I know that the funds are going directly to our, our, our guys and girls over there. Mm-hmm. Where some of them, it might go to a holding company first. I'm not going to mention any names and things like that. There's that one I'll support. Uh, Wishes for Warriors is another good one. You know, and there's some smaller ones. I'd actually like to start one here, man. Because, for instance, my buddy Coasty Mike is, uh, is about to be med-released from the Coast Guard. Um, so he's here in classes, you know, the civilian transitioning classes. So he's doing those. But, you know, there needs to be some sort of training or some sort of classes to help these guys, man, and girls when they come back to get really reacclimated. You know, what the military offers is totally different than what life is really going to be like when they get out here. Well, you know? and you're,
0: you're used to a very regimented life. Yeah. And
3: when you come back,
0: even if you're just coming back from not even being deployed, just coming back from the military, going to civilian life. A lot of people just hate civilian because you see the laziness out there and it, it drives a lot of people nuts. Even something simple as that,
3: you know. Right. I forgot what documentary it was. I think it was, I couldn't tell you. But I was watching this guy, this army guy, he came back home and he said, man, I, I was just sitting there watching as I went to Walmart how people were arguing over the price of toilet paper and cereal when I was sitting in the hole and eating dirt.
2: Mm, you know yeah. what
3: i mean for the last 3 years of my life you know what i mean and and that kind of put it into perspective for me you know? and ever since then i've looked at it diff- i've looked at the veterans returning home a dip- in a different light you're we'll arguing over question. your cell phone bill and i and i couldn't even see my family or hear my family or hear, know how my kids were doing or you know no this is yep. ridiculous so
1: oh i was going to ask you argo there's a a um instagram thing you guys got going on right now it's the Threatening an inanimate <laughs> object with guns?
3: Oh, I love it. Talk, love talk it. to
1: us about that.
3: I, I mean, first of all, I, I lose followers over every post I do, man. You know what I mean? It's crazy. <laughs> I don't care though. But it's just fun. I don't even know how it started. I got tagged in it, and then uh, you know, it just it just you know spiraled from there, man. It went out of control. It's just something fun that we do on Sundays, man. You find something, you put a backstory on it. And you know you you threaten the, the hell out of it, you know. So, <laughs> so I right. think my my best one was the Elmo one. Uh, uh, have you seen that one? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The uh-huh. laughing Elmo. Yeah. So, laugh again. You know, <laughs> yeah, he ate, he uh, he em- he emptied all my savoysum sauce.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> what it was.
1: <laughs> yeah. Savoysum. Oh, you dude, I put that on some XXL Taco Bell nachos is that, last night.
0: Is that sauce not the greatest sauce oh ever made? Oh, my God.
3: Hey, let awesome. me shout out to my boy at Savoy Savoy, Savoy Leather because that <laughs> stuff. Savoy. <laughs> it rhymes
1: with boy, though, my boy at Savoy. Yeah,
3: it, he, I mean, that, that, that is the best, one of the best sauces I've tasted uh, as far as hot sauce goes. And some tasty yeah. sh- I mean, it, like, we're it's not. not j- it's not meant to be hot, it's meant to be flavorful. You know, yeah, it's got a
0: little like, bite at the beginning, and then yeah. the flavor just, like, is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome.
3: Watch this. I I got that bottle on a Wednesday. That bottle was empty by Thursday morning. <laughs> you <laughs> understand? i close. Uh, maybe Thursday, Thursday mid-afternoon, I'd say. So, but Man, it was, I cracked mine open last Thursday. night for the first
1: time, and I used half the bottle on my XXL oh, yeah. Taco Bell nachos. <laughs>
3: that stuff is awesome. <laughs> I put that stuff on an omelet. Oh, oh, yeah. I bet that would be good. Mm-hmm. Put it on an omelet or like a southwestern omelet. Oh, man.
1: You know what would be good? It would be good to marinate a steak in or chicken. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, my God. Maybe. Oh, they really, no, go, the sec, go the second f- sauce is good, too, though. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. That uh, chipotle habanero, Yeah, it's good, too. too. i tell you that, what. Go what to your favorite, your
0: favorite wings place. Order their wings, but tell them don't put any sauce on it, and then on, smother them with Savoie
3: right now. <laughs> okay. I've already done it. Yeah. Cool. People think that we get paid to advertise or to promote his things, man. No, <laughs> man.
0: His, that sauce is amazing. If you, if you want to know what we're talking about, go to savoileather.com and order the Savoie sauce. It's, but it's spelled Savoy, S-A-V-O-Y. I think leather. I've got
1: the Second Amendment.
0: No, it, it's they com, they combine they combine. Yeah, okay. okay,
1: yeah, it's good. Whatever it, it is, It's really good. Lip smacking, toe tapping, butt slapping, good.
0: Make you want to smack your mama,
3: <laughs> smack your mama. Yeah, <laughs> the mouth. There it is.
1: All right, so I got an apology to make. Okay, I've got to apologize to her buddy Sticks when I called him the the oh. the oh, truck gunner, or the, the, the unnamed unnamed trucker. trucker. Yeah, I know he's not the unnamed trucker. <laughs> Zeke is supposed to help me with that kind of stuff. I get brain cracked you. Every now and again. I know, but you're not supposed to record it. <laughs> Come on, dude. But it makes it fun. Threw me under the bus. Oh my so, god, dude. I sorry, sticks, the- dude. I know who you are and you still have the sexiest voice of all podcasts. You've got brother. the
0: greatest radio voice on earth. It's very deep. <laughs> it's sexier. It's Barry like Barry White. White talking instead of singing. So now we want to thank our sponsors. We've got ICE Training, ICE Training.us,
1: US Elite Gear at us-elitegear.com. That's our buddy Jim Irwin. Use the discount code Talking Lead.
0: And since you said Talking Lead uh, discount code, there's a couple other discount codes we want to throw out. Savoie Leather, if you go to them, Let's do that
1: after we thank our sponsors because we got several to do. So Uh, listen to our sponsors, and then we'll give you the discount codes.
0: (laughs) All or Nothing Tattoo Studios, allornothingtattoo.com, and their gun-friendly merchandise store, strangleholdmerch.com.
1: Good guys, Second Amendment Supporting Realtors at Holder & Green, Professional Real Estate Services, HG Press, for all your Middle Tennessee real estate needs. Give those guys a call at 1 800 615 1840, extension 2222. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> yep. And as far as
0: codes go, we do have a handful of codes you can get a discount. Like we were talking about Savoy Leather earlier, Savoy Leather, if you want to type it out, um, S O V O Y Leather.com. Their code is Talking Lead. Also, we have uh, Next Level Redness, which is TL58 and clutch defense which is talking 68
1: clutchdefense.com Yeah I thought you said cluster fence Cluster fence <laughs> Clus- <laughs>
0: ClusterFence.com. Wait a minute that could be a weird website we may not want to watch that. Yeah. Clutch, clutch defense which is talking lead 68 Jay thanks for coming on the show we've had a blast man we really it's appreciate been awesome
3: it. having you on Jay I uh, I really appreciate you guys having me though seriously And I check really out it. his
0: YouTube channel it's A A A R G O J A Y
1: and you'll be able to go on and he's And he's on Facebook, he's on Instagram, yep. not right. so much same Twitter name. anymore. Everything's the
3: same. So, yep. three A's, R-G-O-J-A-Y, Instagram, Facebook. I'm going to get better with Facebook, I promise, because I, I, I've been neglecting it. But uh,
1: Well, I posted one of your videos on our page today. It's actually okay. the one that the trivia question's related to, so guys can go there
3: and link to it, too. There you go. Okay, that's awesome, man like i said i appreciate the support um any, anytime you guys need anything from me just let me know man give me a holler and,
0: and as always left hand keep your loved ones close
3: and keep your firearms closer.